Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast with your host, Pop Buchanan. Today, I want to talk about the law of attraction and addiction. And I have a message from Abraham Hicks. But first, I want to give you guys a little background on the law of attraction. First, what that is and Abraham Hicks. Uh, Many of you may have saw or heard of the movie or documentary The Secret, where you had a lot of philosophers and teachers such as Bob Proctor and Abraham Hicks talk about something considered the law of attraction, how our thoughts become things and our thoughts attract our reality. That's the fundamental basis of the law of attraction. And in reality, it's all about energy. And our thoughts being tangible, having a tangible um, grip on our reality, being what we think has an actual real impact in our lives. It could kind of put us on one direction or another. And in my life, I know this to be true. I saw the signs like if I dwelled in a negative space long enough um, and a space of regret, depression and anger and sadness and hatred and fear, that's kind of like the attraction point that brought me to the low point of my addiction. And when I started reversing those thoughts, I got closer to my recovery. Um, It was all about where I put my attention And the magical part of this, I think, is the power between the mind and our emotions. And when I've been doing research about this for years, so one of the most relevant techniques I um, came to understand was that if we had a really powerful thought and a powerful wanting for something, like something we really wanted, We had to first really believe that we could attain it, but then we had to mix it with some emotion. It had to be an emotional connection with the thought and the wanting to actually bring the reality or to to materialize the end result of what we were thinking about. And for me, um, it really kind of played out in my life. Anything I really wanted and I really was serious about and passionate about If I put my attention there, eventually I got real close to it or 90% of the times um, I was able to acquire that thing or receive that thing or, or be one with that thing. And the greatest thing in my life I think this worked for was my recovery. And um, I just really wanted to touch on this today because again, some may consider the law of attraction to be pseudoscience. Um, But there is a real connection between the human mind and everything around us, period. Everything around us is created from thought or our mind, the television, the iPhone, cars. Everyone sat, a person sat down one day and said, I have an idea. And then from the idea and that thought, they was able to create something real, right? And in sociology, we have something called the social construction of reality, meaning that... um, If I'm standing inside of a school, the only thing that makes it the school is our belief that this building and the people within it teaching and learning makes it or constitutes a school. Other than that, it's just a bunch of people in a building. But the social construction of reality is humans' ability to create this reality within a reality, right? So we're all floating in the middle of space at the speed of light. And the gal in the Milky Way, right? Um, 
three rocks from the sun and we're on this planet called Earth and we're Earthlings and we're in America and we're doing our day-to-day thing, right? So we have these realities within realities, but the bigger picture is you're floating in the middle of space, right? And our social construction of reality creates the world around us. And then if we believe it, it's our, it becomes our reality. The law of attraction is really interesting, ladies and gentlemen. So a few things before I go any further, I want you guys to do a little bit of homework. I want you guys to go online, look at some videos from the law of attraction, study some things from Esther Hicks. They have the books out. Um, If you haven't seen the documentary, The Secret, get the documentary. The Secret is one of those real good documentaries, and it has a lot of heavy hitters in there that really inspires you. I don't care where you at or where you are in your life. If you're new to recovery, if you're seasoned, if you're someone that's on a podcast for other reasons, whether you're suffering from a process of addiction or you just want some motivation and guidance the secret always gets me in a really good space it, it makes me hopeful for my future and it may it gives me hope for my life right so the concept of abraham hicks is really far out right so this lady named esther hicks kind of channels some entities right these are not human entities these are some spiritual entities that speaks through her and this group of entities is known as Abraham and her and the name of their group is Abraham Hicks which is um, Esther Hicks and her late husband Jerry Hicks right so I'm gonna read a quick brief bio um, on Esther Hicks and I know this sounds far out but just follow me for a minute then we're gonna break down the law of attraction real quick Esther Hicks was born on March 1948 often credited as Abraham Hicks is an American inspirational speaker and author she has co-written nine books with her late husband Jerry Hicks presented numerous workshops on the law of attraction with Abraham Hicks publications and appeared in the original version of the 2006 film The Secret the Hicks books including the series the law of attraction are according to esther hicks translated from a group of non-physical entities called abraham hicks describes what she is doing as tapping into infinite intelligence okay According to Esther and Jerry Hicks, Abraham consists of a group of entities which are interpreted by Esther Hicks. Abraham have described themselves as a group of consciousness from a non-physical dimension. They have also said we are that which you are. You are the leading edge of which we are. We are that which is at the heart of all religions. Abraham has said through Esther that whenever one feels moments of great love, exhilaration, and pure joy, that is the energy of source, and that is who Abraham is. Esther herself calls Abraham infinite intelligence, and to Jerry, they are the purest form of love, I've ever experienced, quote unquote. Her teachings known as Abraham Hicks are based on this experience. 
The basic tenets of the teachings includes one that says that people create their own reality through their attention and focus. Emotions are a person's guidance system that indicate how close or distant that person is to how their source feels about a particular topic of focus. Life is meant to be fun and easy. The essence of Abraham Hicks' teaching since 1986 has been presented as the follows. Individuals are physical extensions of the non-physical. People are in their bodies because they chose to be. The basis of life is freedom. The purpose of life is joy. The result of life is growth. People are creators. They create with their thoughts and attention. Whatever people can imagine clearly with emotion by creating a perfect vibrational match is theirs to be or do or have. Individuals choose their creations as they choose their focus. Emotions indicate what people are creating, either consciously or unconsciously. The universe adores people. It knows their broadest intentions. Individuals are invited to happily relax into their natural well-being and know that all is well. Life is not meant to be a struggle, but a process of allowing. People are creators of thought ways on their unique paths of joy. Desirable physical manifestations such as money, relationships, and lifestyle success are byproducts of focusing on joy. Individuals may depart their body without illness or pain. People cannot die. Their lives are everlasting. Death of the physical body does not end the life of the individual. The nature of the universe is life-affirming. It is infinite, creative, and expanding. All desire can be fulfilled. Individuals are not only part of the universe, but are the very source of it. A large part of Hicks' work centers around the law of attraction, a concept which William Walker Addison wrote about in his book, Four Vibrations of the Law of Attraction in the Thought World. So ladies and gentlemen, that's a breakdown of Esther Hicks and the group Abraham Hicks. All right. So that's everything well-rounded about that. So I want to do a quick, 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 quick overview on the law of attraction. And then we're going to move on to the part of the episode that I created for you. The law of attraction, new thought. In the new thought philosophy, the law of attraction is the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. The belief is based on the ideas that people and their thoughts are made from pure energy and that and their thoughts are made from pure energy and that a process of like energy attracting like energy exists through which a person can improve their health, wealth and personal relationships. Advocates gen- generally combine cognitive reframing techniques and affirmations and creative visualization to replace limiting or self-destructive negative thoughts with more empowered, adaptive, positive thoughts. Okay, we learned this in CBT. We just did an episode on cognitive behavioral therapy, and this is similar. Cognitive reframing techniques 
um, helps replace a negative thought with more empowered, adaptive, positive thoughts. A key component of the philosophy of the law of attraction is the idea that in order to effectively change one's negative thinking pattern, one must also feel through creative visualization and that the desired changes have already occurred. This combination of positive thought and positive emotion is believed to allow one to attract positive experiences and opportunities by achieving resonance with the proposed energetic law. So ladies and gentlemen, that breaks down a law of attraction, okay? So now I'm gonna cut to a message from Abraham Hicks herself, which is an excerpt from one of her larger pieces of work where she discusses the law of attraction in one of her conferences or what they like to call a rampage. Um, Now this is about addiction and attraction all right so i found this interesting so i'm gonna play this and then i'm gonna break it down and i'm gonna show you guys how it kind of made sense to me and how i could see this how this played out in my recovery so a lot of this is thought reframing and changing our negative thoughts with positive ones and lastly, I really just wanted to really introduce you guys to this interesting concept and add this to your Sober's Dope tool belt, all right? I want you to know you can't, you are what you think, and that's a law, and we are what we tra- attract, and that's part of the laws of magnetism. And, you know, this is just very interesting to me. Um, ever since I was young, I thought this was fascinating, and I'm glad I could share it with you guys. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is Abraham Hicks on her talk about a Abraham, we live in a time that for some reason has accelerated the amount of people who are considered addicted to something or the other. I mean addicted in a negative way, in something that they would like to or someone would like them to release. Could you tell us something about it? Indeed. As physical beings, you tend to be creatures of habit. And that is all right, for many of your habits save you a great deal of time. But as your bodies and as your minds are quick to develop habits, then sometimes you find yourself in the midst of something that you are doing habitually or compulsively that you no longer are wanting to do, only to discover that the habit or compulsion or addiction has become so strong that you cannot, in this moment, easily release it. And so it should not surprise you that in one day you cannot release it. Nor should you beat up on yourself because you can't. That is the greatest detriment regarding this subject of addictions. So many are beating up on themselves and so many are being beaten up on by one another and that there is much more negativity that surrounds this subject than need surround it. Our encouragement to anyone who has any habit or compulsion or addiction that they are no longer wanting is that they take their eyes from what they are now doing that they are not wanting and put it elsewhere. For the attention to the subject enhances it and makes it stronger. There are many who are struggling very hard within the addiction. In other words, they feel as if they are trapped. While in the beginning it was attracted out of their wanting, 
it seems that the wanting to release it is not enough to affect that, but it is. The wanting to release the addiction is as powerful as the wanting that attracted it to begin with. All beings are standing in there now as a result of that which they have thought before. And so do not look upon yourself feeling such failure because you are now experiencing the result of that which you set forth in thought before. It is only a matter of deciding clearly what you now want and giving your attention to that. Ladies and gentlemen, that was awesome. Now, so you just heard Esther Hicks, or Abraham Hicks, talk about addiction. And I just want to go over a few notes with you guys. And I hope you found that informative and inspiring. So for me, I can relate. I love when um, Abraham Hicks said, um, focus on what you want or do not want and give attention to that. Right. So I'm 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 go- I want to share how this affected me. But first, I want to break down some of the points she's um, made. So she said human beings are creators of habits, which is true. And some are habitual, uh, habitual or compulsive. And um, addiction has become so strong. So she was talking about not wanting to do. Uh, so I love it here when she breaks down the fact that addiction at some point. Right. She said at some point um, in the beginning, the addiction was attracted out of our wanting. Right. So that's curiosity. I wonder how the cigarettes going to taste. I wonder how, um, you know, I wonder how a bed's going to make me feel. I wonder how that marijuana is going to taste. Somehow it was connected to our thoughts curiosity and wanting right so it started out maybe innocently maybe not so much um but you can see here that this is it was an attraction point something that we 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 chose to do um except for the rare cases where someone ties you down kidnaps you and force feeds you drugs or alcohol in most cases um i think you know a lot of it like from in my case i could speak about me not you so let me correct that in my case i remember um drinking alcohol initially was out of curiosity i was young but moving along after that i was you know i wanted to drink and i would go out my way to drink and it was something that i wanted to do right so you know at it starts from there with creators of habits and it starts from a point of wanting. But the thing that she was stressing a lot and I feel this a lot is not beating up on yourself and looking at yourself as a failure because that wanting no longer serves you. So the thing about addiction is it may cut it starts off with a point of something curiosity, maybe something we want to do. Then it gets to a point we no longer want to do this anymore, but we don't know how to stop. So that wanting flees and we develop a, a new wanting to stop this thing. Right. But we find it very difficult. And that's really hard because the nature of addiction is 
it's kind of like you're held against your will and kind of trapped a little bit. So that initial trapping point is where the frustration and the feelings of failure comes from and beating yourself up. So I'm glad she made the distinction here that although it may have come from a point of wanting, um, we feel trapped. In the beginning, the addiction was attracted out of our wanting. The wanting to release the addiction seemed to not be enough to affect it. So now, when we get to the point where we're tired of our addiction, that wanting to release it is not as effective as our wanting to use it, right? Because we're addicted. Um, But she encourages us, which is I like. She's like... The wanting to release the addiction is as powerful as the wanting that attracted it to begin with. She's saying it is as powerful, even though it doesn't seem like it is. You're wanting to attract a recovery and to end this thing is just as powerful as you wanting to use. You just have to shift your attention attention to where you want to be. So, I'm going to show you how this worked in my case, and I could only play this out in my case. My real recovery never came until I switched my attention from my addiction into recovery. I had to totally switch my attention from how I'm going to get some more liquor to I no longer want this liquor in my life. And I have to do everything that's anti-liquor to find healing. So I move my attraction. So if you guys go back to the Sober is Dope episode one, my Sober is Dope story, when I got on my knees in the middle of the street, that was the beginning of me shifting my law of attraction point. I reached out to God. I said, I'm sending my attention away from my addiction to God. I placed all my attention back to God. And I said, God, help me. I'm trapped. I felt God gave me the courage and encouragement and messages to go to a hospital. So now when I go to a hospital, my attention is set on healing, getting better, getting help, getting medical attention for this disease that I have called alcoholism because I'm sick and I no longer want to focus on the sickness. I no longer want to focus on the addiction. I just want to focus on getting better. I don't know how it's going to work, but I need to start focusing on that. So I shifted my awareness, which is I shifted my attention. And then from there, I told the nurse and everyone, I want to go to detox. I want to get into a rehab. I want to do everything I can to get better. And from that day to now has been a constant shifting of attention away from my addiction and into my recovery. And I'm home. I'm here. I'm here in my recovery. You know, I'm a recovering addict. I'm no longer affected or attracted to alcohol. I'm attracted to recovery. And you guys hear it every day. I'm attracted to doing different things in my life. When I was stuck in my addiction, I was controlled by it. And I never really shifted my attention hard enough. So I just kept beating up on myself. I knew I felt bad. I knew this was wrong. I know I could do better. I know I'm not supposed to be here. But I feel so crappy. I need some more liquor. I need some more liquor. And I would go back to the liquor store and back to the liquor store. And I would constantly stay in that negative, vicious cycle. And the day that I shifted my entire attention away from that 
And I dealt with the pain, that withdrawal, that initial, I'm not going to the liquor store, I'm going to the hospital, I'm praying to God, I'm trying to get into rehab, I'm not going to stop until I get into a rehab, until I get into a safe place. I shifted my attention and I took back my power. And that's how I believe the law of attraction worked in my life and um, the law of attraction brought me closer to God. So... This is interesting to me, and I know it may seem a little far-fetched. This is not a religion or anything. This is kind of a way of thinking. This is a way of controlling our thoughts, and we talk about this a lot. We just did an episode on um, cognitive behavioral therapy, restructuring and reframing negative thoughts and the attraction in those thoughts to more positive ones, all right? So how can we use this in a tangible way in our lives? If you're broke and you're upset with your financial situation, stop thinking about and paying attention to the fact that you're broke and shift your attention to how you're going to make some more money. Constantly looking for new jobs, constantly reading up, re-educating yourself, reading books on money, reading books on wealth. Shift your attention and your circumstances and energy right your energetic thinking your energetic energy your energy is going to change and shift so ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna end there i hope you find this helpful this was really helpful for me and just i never really heard i've been i've been listening to abraham hicks for years i knew about the law of attraction all the way back since 2006 you guys know i didn't find my sobriety in 2012 and now in retrospect i realized there was a shift in my attention that's all it's about. Shift your attention to the where you want to be in life. Not on the negative things, but on the positive things. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Sober is Dope podcast. Go in peace. I love you all, and I'll catch you on the other side.